let's start the hour. Welcome to this week's episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore investment strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm your host, Chris Ragland, and with me, as always, are my esteemed co-hosts, Jaden Newman and Jess Hamill. Welcome back to the Airwaves, guys. Good morning. What a beautiful morning. Morning, gents. Hey, you know what? I think I'm the only one in the studio not sick. Right? <laughs> you guys are <laughs> Stick over around. It'll come. sniffing and coughing, and uh, I'm just like, just stay over on your side of the room, okay? <laughs> not, not into that deal. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, what are we going to talk about today? So if this is your first time tuning in, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. We are an alternative investment firm. We tend to specialize in three major areas. We talk about retirement planning. We talk about private lending and real estate. So we're a little bit unique. If you are scratching your head going, wait, what? How do those things go together? Okay. No problem, but check us out at noblecapital.com. You can also check us out on our social media. We're on all of those things, the Facebooks and the Instagrams, and I think we may even have some other stuff online. But what's also really cool, if we talk about some stuff today and it's interesting to you and you're like, hey, these guys maybe they got something to say, you can actually download previous episodes and you can do that online again at our website, or you can do it anywhere that you get your podcast. So again, that's the Noble Capital Radio Hour. We're really glad that you've tuned in with us and we got you here today. This week's title, what are we going to talk about? So it's interesting. So the, the name of the show is The Gift That Keeps On Giving. And um, I, I've heard of a lot of things that, that are very similar to that. But uh, today we're talking about things that actually return money, uh, the gifts that keep on giving. And I want to say this is probably a topic or an area that most people tend to misunderstand or they think is essentially one or two different types of this type of product. So I'm talking about something and we're going to bring out something and we're going to put it right out here front and center. And this is a topic that most people will avoid because in some ways it's kind of gotten a bad rap, but I'm talking about annuities. These are very poorly understood products. There are a lot of different types of annuities. I've, I've even heard, and, and from you guys sitting around in this room, there are actually annuities that are they're terrible, right? There's, there's annuities that are virtually worthless. Like, why would anyone get in this? And conversely, I've heard you guys talk about how there are other types of annuities that can do some really cool things, even, even something as far as basically creating your own form of a pension, which, you know, maybe I don't understand that well, and you're going to have to dig into this. But uh, you tell me, am I right here? Is, are we talking about the scope and the breadth of the types of annuities? Is it really that far? I think you're pretty spot on. As, uh, they say a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. So people that think they know a little bit about annuities um, tend to head down the wrong road with it. Hey, I hear that too. I'm not the only one that sees the talking heads on television and, and certain some guys getting on there and just kind of dogging it out, right? I mean, but you're talking about an entire ecosystem of annuities here. And, and yeah, sure, there's some that are not that great, and, and, you, and that's the danger if you don't really understand them. That's right, Chris. And so all the, for all the listeners, this is Jaden speaking now. And, you know, we're, we're, we're real estate guys at, at our hearts, and that's where we started in, in the business with Noble Capital. But for the listeners, uh, it's been almost 10 years, almost a decade that we've been doing holistic wealth management and retirement planning for our, for our clients. And one of the things we, we realized early on as we were building our wealth management practice is that there's a, an epidemic um, that, that's going on in this country with retirement planning because we don't have the, the pension vehicles that our grandfathers had. 
and we talk about this, you know, a lot on this show is, is this is like one of our shows I think recently was this is not your grandfather's retirement. So when, when all you have is social security uh, slated there for guaranteed lifetime income, for most people, that's, that's just not enough mailbox money, enough guaranteed predictable income. So we learned early on, and like I said, about 10 years ago that, you know, clients are looking for predictability. They're looking for guarantees. And this doesn't mean that you you go put all of your money in one of these pension annuities or these guaranteed income. We call them defined benefit plans. But there is an amount, uh, for, for most people, there's an amount of, of money that, that they want coming in. We, we, we refer to it as a percentage of, of their retirement income that they want to be guaranteed predictable income. And annuities now, in, in the recent five to 10 years, are offering a lot of flexibility and a lot of options on how to customize and set those up for yourself. So it, it's become a, a powerful vehicle and they do get a bad rap because a lot of people kind of associate annuities with what what they what they heard or what they know about them from you know 5 10 20 30 years ago and the fact is is it's a completely different marketplace now yeah and i think you know back to talking about retirement planning every individual or a couple's needs are a little bit unique and I think that some of that stems why there's so many different types of annuities, right? So depending on where you are in a cycle, where, I mean, a market cycle, where you are in your retirement, you know, lifestyle, right? What are you trying to accomplish? You might need a different solution than the guy next door. And, and so no wonder there's so many different kinds, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's different uses for annuities and there are annuities for 35-year-olds and there are annuities for 65-year-olds. And when you get a 65-year-old with an annuity designed for a 40-year-old, the outcome usually is not favorable. Well, let's give our listeners, let's give it to them straight, straight up. What What is some of the stuff that, that's gotten annuities a bad reputation? Like, what is it? What, when we're hearing this, what, what's, what's, the, what's the knowledge that's driving that type of an impression? Well, sometimes people tend to focus on the negative. So if there are several types of annuities and nothing is perfect, um, sometimes people will pick up the negative from each of those types of annuities and lump it all together and say, this is what annuities are all about. So with some annuities, there are, are considerably high fees. That would be a variable annuity. We don't deal with variable annuities at all. Um, some annuities you can actually lose money on. That would also be a variable annuity. Uh, the annuities of our grandfather's era, um, you annuitized the contract to start the income, which meant there was no death benefit. You could not unannuitize it. There was a lot of permanence that came along with using it for what it was designed for. And the annuities of today are way more flexible than that. Completely different animal altogether. I think you covered it right there. That was it. Those are some pretty big negatives. I don't think, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm already not interested in some of the products, right? The, the, <laughs> if, if you just gave me the sales pitch, like I'm moving on with life. So I can understand why the average Joe out there listening and hears about annuities is like, no, thanks. Yeah. I mean, Jess nailed them. He, he hit on two fees and death benefit. You, you've got to make sure that those are equitable and fair the the third one would be liquidity. You know, you you don't want to people associate with, you know, tie, your money gets tied up in an annuity. And you you don't have access to it anymore, and one of the problems there, frankly, is just you've got a lot of product salesmen as advisors out there that have have sold these, and you know, collected a commission on them, and then they're they're really down the road, and and not there to help that client you know, from a planning and wealth management standpoint, uh, the way we work with our clients, get them, we get them all the way across the finish line. 
you know, a product salesman's not really concerned about that because they're just going to sell the product, collect a commission and move on where, you know, we, we want to take a look at the entire portfolio and always make sure that the client has plenty of liquidity. You know, the, the good thing about that these days is, is the, the insurance companies that offer these annuity vehicles, they won't let a client tie up, you know, more, of their assets than uh, than they should in annuities. That, that, that's that called probably, suitability. Yeah, and that sounds like that was a response to the marketplace where bad product salesmen were overselling things, right? So probably some bad boys acts happened, and and now there's suitability tests that make sure that you're not getting stuff that you don't need or you can't benefit from, right? And that's another one of the things that I really do like about insurance products in general. I'm not real big on government regulation, and we could have a completely separate political conversation about that. Um, but the annuities are regulated. That does for the late night listeners, <laughs> just <laughs> The annuities and insurance products are regulated at a state level, and the Texas Department of Insurance is really looking out for the consumer, not the insurance company. So the suitability regulations that ensure that nobody gets in too far so they don't have enough liquid, those are all designed to protect the consumer, and they do a really good job of it. So if somebody came in with $300,000 to their name and I tried to sell them a $300,000 annuity, the insurance company would never accept it, and if they did, the regulators would undo it and fine us all. So you know, I wouldn't do that, and it wouldn't even go through the suitability studies. Wow, that's fascinating. So there's actually repercussions all the way to fining and license problems if you're giving if you're selling the wrong product. Exactly. Wow, that's pretty interesting. One of the interesting things that that I'll throw this out uh, for our listeners, j- j- just to set the stage for this show as we wind up this first segment, is you know we've we've actually become experts on annuities and. We are licensed with the best and the, the biggest uh, life insurance com- uh, companies in, in the nation and around the world. In fact, you name the company, uh, we, we represent them. So one of the things that's powerful about working with an independent advisory like us is we aren't tied to one brand, one, one insurance company. And we get to go out and look at all the products from all the companies and compare and contrast them. So we're representing the best companies, for example, like the one that insured the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going anywhere. These are the strongest financial institutions in the world. It sounds like you got a story to tell. So if our listeners, for those of you that are interested in what Jaden just said, I'm going to ask when we get back who insured the Titanic. But stick around. We'll be right back. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere with the all-new Radio.com app. Check your phone's app store or visit Talk1370.com slash app. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back to the show where we're demystifying the annuity. So that's what we're talking about today. Welcome back to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. I'm your host, Chris Ragland. We were just really just kind of going on a rant there about the differences in perception and incorrect perception on annuities. And, you know, one of the things that people kind of have a question on was confidence and the staying power of these companies. And, and Jaden left us off with a little bit of a kind of like a, almost like a story there about, you know, hey, someone actually insured the Titanic and, and had to write a check, uh, which I thought was pretty wild. So um, if you stuck around, 
down to find out the answer, I got to give you a, a letdown. Unfortunately, you're going to have to actually go to our social media and on our Facebook account, our Instagram, or one of those things to check out who it, uh, that actually is. But So if you're really interested, someone did write a check and they covered that loss. And, and I, I'd be interested to see what that check size was. I don't know if that's public information, but if you want to know who that answer is, check us out online. You can find us at noblecapital.com or you can find us on any of our social media. So I'm, I'm looking at our producer over there, Sean, who's nodding his head. So Sean, that's up to you now to put the actual answer online. And they're still here and going strong. I tell you what, I'll I'll put it on Facebook and Uh I'll put it on Instagram. So check us out on either of those platforms and you will get the answer. There you go. All right. So one of the questions that I kind of had was just trying to understand, and Jess, you a minute ago uh, before we went to break, you said something, you're talking about a variable annuity and different types of annuities, but how many different major groupings of annuities are there? Maybe we can educate the listeners here a little bit and kind of go through this. Well, there's a a couple of groupings um, and within each of those, there are some subgroupings. So it's going to either be an immediate annuity or deferred annuity. And in the deferred category, you've got fixed or fixed indexed, and then you've got variable. I already see like this tree going on. So, you know, I, if I had to draw one out and make a little diagram online, that's what I'd be looking at. But so give us the, t- the breakdown for those two major groups and then maybe dive into the ones that, that we actually work with for our clients. Well, an immediate annuity by definition is an annuity in which you start taking money from within 30 days of funding it. Um, a good example is the lottery. You win $20 million, you go down to the Texas Lottery Commission and say, I want my $20 million, and they give you 12. You say, wait a minute, where's my 20? And they say, oh, well, if you want that, you have to take it over time. They're just buying an immediate annuity, and you start taking payments over a period of time. Okay. So those are not terribly productive for retirees. Yeah, I was um, going to say, that sounds not that helpful. No, those are there are some protections that go along with annuities that make that attractive in certain situations, but it's not something that we deal with here. Okay, on, and on that's the, the immediate annuity right. type thing. Okay. So on the other side, you have the deferred annuities. And between those, you have the variable and you have the fixed indexed annuity. Okay. So the variable is what I was saying earlier, more for a 30 or 40-year-old. It's basically taking market products, cloaking them underneath the uh, shield of an annuity and paying 3 to 4% for the privilege of being in an annuity and going back out to the market. Well, that sounds... That sounds. I don't forgive me. It sounds kind of boneheaded. It, it is. There are some. <laughs> there are some advantages from protection from being in an annuity. Tax deferral is also a big one on that. Okay. Um, but you know, my standpoint is, if you want to go buy mutual funds, just go buy mutual funds. Don't yeah. pay somebody four percent to do that. That's where I was at with that immediately. I mean, I'm already suffering three or four percent, you know, fees on top of that. And so again, you're saying they might get some tax advantages, might get some type of an insurance advantage on top, some protection. But but overall. Yeah, why don't I just go buy you know some type of target fund yeah, and, go out and in the market in the marketplace? So okay, the so the reason that, we don't use variables is because you can put money in a variable annuity and come back later and have less money than you started with. Okay, that, so I think you just hit a, the purpose. Did you just hit a bullseye on what maybe the the, the common critic critic is of annuities? Is this the product that we're talking about here? It's a big one. Yeah. The variables definitely um, put put barriers up, and people throw the baby out with the bathwater on 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 annuities because of those high fee variable annuities. But you know, let's let's talk about what we like, right? In in and our practice, that other category, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we we use them for two things. One is to help clients set up defined benefit plans, which are let's let's say um, for for the sake of simplicity, pension plans for themselves in in retirement. So these act like a pension, and in other words, you you put money away into one of these annuity vehicles. You get a guaranteed growth rate, or you can even customize it and tie your growth rate to an index. That's you know, for example, the S and P five hundred. Uh, you can use a number of different indexes or indices, and 
and you can let that that bucket of money grow and then whenever you you're ready you can kick on a lifetime income stream it can be single life joint life it's got a lot of flexibility the death benefit is always fair and the fees are are low so that that would be the the pension vehicle the other side of it is uh, uh, the other reason we would set up an annuity is simply to help people grow their money safely and these are picking up uh, steam now. We're actually getting more and more excited about what we call these accumulation annuities. In fact, my favorite one has zero fees. So you don't you don't pay any fees. People mis- misunderstand us. Well, how, how do they not charge fees? Isn't that how the insurance company makes their money? No. And it's not actually. So if I put, you know, just make up a number. Let's say I put $300,000 into one of these vehicles. First, I get a, an upfront bonus, which is nice. I might get a 5% bonus, just, just using a round number. So now I've got 315000 in my account. And then they're going to leave it up to me, the client, to choose how I want to grow that money. And the, my favorite one is just linking it right to the S&P 500. But there's some special rules there that protect me. In, in, in this case, they will share as much as 50% of the upside of the S&P 500 every year in exchange for zero on the downside. So if the S&P is down 10%, I make zero. If it's up 10%, I make 5%. So when when I heard that, I back tested that. I actually went to my, my computer and ran the S&P 500 for 30 years. And that instrument right there, just being able to pr- participate in 50% of the S&P 500 is averaging just under 6%. So am I willing to accept a 6% return with zero fees in exchange for zero uh, risk, uh, zero on the downside? That- yeah, I mean, hey, if, if you can't afford to have risk, then why wouldn't you do this? I mean, this to me sounds like the no-brainer, right? It's like, because, and that's where it is. We as people, as humans, we only have so many years to earn effectively, right? Especially if you want to enjoy retirement and have a lifestyle that you can enjoy and be proud of, you got to have some control over those risk factors. And then that's what you're getting in that product. Something else to note here, you know, we, anything that you see that's produced that talks about investments, the fine print is always going to say, all investments involve some risk. There's no way to completely eliminate risk from any investment as a disclaimer. There's only one product that exists that FINRA and all of the other regulatory agencies that uh, regulate what we can say will allow us to say zero risk, and that is a fixed index annuity. It truly is a zero risk. Wow, that's kind of a big deal. It is. That carries a lot of weight. That's yeah. a lot of clout. Yeah, because everything that I've ever seen from an investment standpoint has the exact disclosure that you were just talking about. All investments that have risk, you know, da 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 It's always there. Right. Yeah. On this one, you could just say, well, no, there's no risk. Moving on. And I guess that's because the companies that are allowed to offer those, like some guy can't just go do a startup and start offering fixed index annuities, right? They have to get rated. They have to go through things. Like they have to prove that they are going to be around through the ups and the downs, these marketplaces. So not just anybody can just go create a new indexed annuity product, right? That's exactly correct. You know, <laughs> okay. insurance, are the, insurance companies are the largest and most conservative, successful um, companies on the planet. But on top of it, the way they're regulated, they have so many uh, layers of safety nets underneath them that, you know, you've got four layers of redundancy. If a company ever does go under, there's always somebody to come along to pick up and carry the contract for them. Yeah, that's right. And a good, you know, for our, for our listeners that, that question, you know, well, I'm, I'm not sure if I can trust uh, life insurance companies. That's a whole, we could do a whole show on that. But, you know, the, the fact is, is we trust insurance companies every day for our health insurance, our automobile insurance, our homeowner's insurance, our life insurance. 
you know, so trusting them to ensure part of our retirement is not that much of a stretch. Now, I still want to know before I put a half million bucks in one of these things and, you know, sign up for a long-term program, what's the financial stability of this company? But I'll, I'll just say this. There's there's a, a very topical example here that happened, and, and our, our listener, listeners will, will remember this, but the, the story of AIG, and that's an amazing story. AIG actually went under. The regulators went in and dismantled them because they were they were not only checked out up front, like you said, Chris, but they do you know surprise inspections, annual inspections, and AIG got in some trouble. But not one policyholder, one annuity or life insurance holder, lost a penny when the government d- dismantled AIG. Everybody was made whole because of those layers of protection. Mm-hmm. So. We feel good about that. We've got a Wall Street Journal article that we share with people that are concerned about it. So it's something that you can you can trust in for that part, that safe part of your retirement, that predictable part. Yeah, and that's what I want to jump into kind of next, you know, when we take a break here in just a second. But where do these fit in an income plan? You talked about some of them are deferred, right? They take time to build up. So if you need income and, and but they require deferment. How does that work in the overall strategy of my income plan? Sounds like I need to get into this years before I get into a retirement. So if you're curious on how that works and how it plugs in your plan, stick around. We'll be right back. Once again, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we're back. If you just tuned in, we've been essentially educating ourselves, our listeners, everybody out there about annuities, a subject that people, generally speaking, financial advisors, they're not going to brag about. And that's because a lot of annuities get a bad rap. We're here to tell you that there are a lot of types of annuities, and we've been breaking down some very specific types and explaining where their place is inside of your retirement income plan. Uh, My name is Chris Ragland. I'm your host. We are the Noble Capital Radio Hour. We'd love to get some feedback from you. We'd love to hear about what you want to hear about. And you can do that by communicating with us on the good old social media sites. Our producer, Sean, sits in on these. And Sean actually stays up late at night waiting for your comments. And uh, he's right, right, Sean? Nonstop. Nonstop. staring at Facebook all night long. That's what you do. You just wait for that notification. That's what I get paid for. That's what you get paid for. All right. So, hey, listen, if if we haven't addressed a topic and we've got a lot of podcasts if you want to check us out anywhere you can find a podcast we've got a lot of topics but if you've got something and we haven't addressed it hey hit us up on social media we'd love to do that so i want to take it to these guys and we've got a little new little segment here we're calling tales from the trenches i want to hear something from you guys that maybe it's a unique story or any unique implementation or a unique client that and, and i want you to try and make it relatable to annuities so one of you guys want to take that on i'd love to hear some stories Something that immediately comes to mind that I was actually pretty surprised about. I had a an existing client that had come in a couple of years ago. We got him as set up as we could, but he still was pretty young and still working, and there was only so much of his 401k that we had access to, so we decided that when he retired, we would uh, launch in with phase two of his plan. He walked into my office and said that he ended up retiring four years earlier than he expected, and he had a, a very, very nice pension coming from a company. I won't, I won't name the name, but it's a, it's a, you know, they've been around forever, large company. And he did not trust them to manage the pension, so he took the pension in a lump sum and gave it to us to turn around and put into annuities to create a pension to replace his pension. Um, And that's a testament to the trust that he put in the insurance companies and our guidance over a company that, if I had said the name of it, you wouldn't believe that anybody would be concerned about them, you know, running a pension fund into the ground. But it, uh, it worked out very well for him, and we were able to break it up into several annuities and structure it so that we could turn it on 
at different times down the road to keep up with inflation, which he didn't have with his original um, uh, pension to begin with. So that that one worked out really well. Hey, I'll tell you what, that's that's crazy to think that this guy re- basically cashed out early, right? And took some kind. He had a, some kind of a penalty, I'm assuming. Mm, no, we we worked around that too. No, okay, but but they could have managed it for him. Correct. Yeah, and this is a very large company, like or I'm talking about like the kind that have a, a one letter on the stock exchange, <laughs> right. you know, those kind. And, you know, he he wanted to have something that he was more confident in. And, of course, the only place you can get that is something that's actually rated and has an insurance behind it, right? Exactly. That's, that's pretty wild to think of that, that that can happen. And I felt very honored. I mean, the, the confidence was twofold. One, it was in the companies that we represent, but also um, it took a lot of trust to come back to me and say, here's here's basically my entire life savings. Um, I trust you to structure this in the way that's going to benefit me better than this company that I worked for for 30 years. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. There's something about that. There are very large industries and companies that they're, they're not like they used to be, right? I mean, we're, I'll just use an example. These are all facts, things you can find online. But for example, Sears, you know, just announced a bunch of store closings not too long ago. They used to be a single letter on the stock exchange that was S. And they're not anymore. That's Sprint now. That used to be Sears Roebuck, right? So when you're looking at these companies that have been around forever that historically had pensions and they're mismanaging these or their company is just evolving and, and you're like, I can't take that risk because it's not like you can go back to the age of 30 and go earn again uh, you know you're you got one shot right one shot so i got one for you chris um tells from the trench the trenches so we i, I have the privilege of having two uh, ut professors as clients uh, yeah, university of texas professors and one of them came in about five years ago and he had just bought him, him and his wife had just taken his retirement account and um, with their advisor and rolled it over into one annuity. Um, and this was one large annuity, a, a seven-figure annuity, okay? And he had only ha- he'd had it for less than a year, and he brought it in. He was, he was very skeptical about leaving it as his advisor. He'd been with them for several years. And the, the, as soon as I saw the, the annuity... Um, something caught my eye, and I caught I called the company with him right there, just just to have transparency and trust. You know, imagine coming in and and going through this with us. Got the got the insurance company on the line, and we found out literally in a matter of five minutes that this annuity that he just put his entire retirement in not that wasn't all his money, but that was his big retirement account did not offer joint income. It wouldn't pay out income to both him and his his spouse so he could use it just for his life but if he passed if he predeceased her then it would be gone the other thing is is as jess mentioned earlier they put all of it into one account so he either had to have no income coming in from it or turn all of it on and drink from the, the fire hose and start paying taxes on on this big payout. So like what Jess was saying earlier, that's why you divide them up and they, they have different strategies, right? That's why you do it. And, and so so this is what we did. We um we actually had to go to bat for him and, and 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 get a special exception from the new company that was willing to allow him to to essentially surrender that that existing annuity for for the reasons that he had and convert it into a new company and he he decided to go overboard and actually put it 
into 10 new annuities. He wanted absolute flexibility <laughs> on when to start these. So he went from one to 10, and now wow. he has joint income, and he, he's, he loves us. He's one of our favorite clients. I don't, I don't think you see that very often, someone surrendering a seven-figure annuity and going into 10. So that, that's a, that's a tale, tales from the trench right there, for sure. So thanks for sharing, guys. I, you know what? I think it's time. It's time for us to play Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is, where we have to essentially come up with a phrase that sums up this week's episode. I don't know if you heard last week's, but Jaden had a a ringer. I'll tell you that for sure. But (laughs) it it sounds simple. This is not. It's actually really challenging. So each week, our producer, Sean, gives us the challenge. So without further ado, Sean. So listening to you guys talk gave me an idea. So what I have here in the envelope is actually not what I'm going to use this week. Oh, great. Uh So in any number of words... Sum up today's episode, but you must incorporate the word Titanic. While the guys are racking their brains trying to put this one together, I just want to remind you that you can learn more about us at noblecapital.com. Check us out on Facebook at Noble Capital on Instagram at Noble Capital Radio, and you can download every episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. All right, so, man, that that was... uh... Geez, thanks a lot, Sean. Kind of right there. I did give you any number of words, though. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to use them all. All the words? I'm going to use all the words. Okay. And uh, I don't know how much sense mine makes. So we've got one minute from the show, guys. Let's do this quick. Here's mine coming up. No risk and no miss, just like the Titanic. Great. That works for me. That's lame is what you just said. Totally lame. Okay. All right, guys, what do you got? Jaden, go ahead. Okay, here it goes. I'm kind of winging it here. With the right choice of annuities, your retirement will never be Titanic. <laughs> that works too. All right, Jesse. I'm you thinking can, Titanic. You can beat either one of us yeah, on this. This isn't that hard. So I would say design your retirement income with the safety of Titanic proportions. Oh, okay. He went with the big kind the big, of idea. Yeah, All right, right. That's large. pretty good. Great, guys. That, that was better than mine. Yeah, I was building on something the whole show, and then uh, you know I had to take a left turn. All right, well, hey, listen, I hope you enjoyed it. If not, well, you just wasted a whole hour with us, so uh, you can check us out online at noblecapital.com. It's been a pleasure. I'm Chris. I'm Jaden. I'm Jess. And this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. All opinions expressed by the speakers on this radio program are solely the opinions of those speakers and do not reflect the opinions of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, or their respective affiliates. Each speaker's opinions are based upon information the speakers believe to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Each speaker's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. The information discussed on this radio program is provided for general informational purposes only, does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you, and should not be construed as investment, legal, tax, or other advice on any subject matter. The information 
information discussed in this radio program is not intended and should not be viewed or construed as a recommendation, advice, offer, or inducement to buy, sell, or hold securities, insurance products, or any other financial products. Before acting on any information discussed in this radio program, you should seek appropriate financial, investment, and other professional advice based on your particular facts and circumstances. Current or past performance is not indicative of future results. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed on this radio program. No outcome or profit is guaranteed. Any transmission of information through this program is provided on a non-confidential basis and does not create an advisor-client relationship between you or anyone of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, or Streamline Funding. Some information provided in this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. Such information is included solely as a convenience to you, and the provision of such information does not imply a responsibility for such third-party information or an endorsement of the linked site, its operator, or its contents. Acute Financial and Streamline Funding are both wholly-owned subsidiaries of Noble Capital. Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, and or their respective affiliates and principals, which may include the speakers and guests featured on this radio program, may receive compensation from the sale of financial products featured in this program. Reproduction, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is strictly prohibited without the prior written permission of Acute Financial, Noble Capital, and Streamline Funding. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere on the Radio.com app. Once again, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we're back. We just tuned in. We've been talking about tax-free and tax-efficient vehicles that you really need to be looking at in retirement. But as I was talking about earlier, you also may need to look at it if you're in a position to be inheriting something. So it, this isn't just for retirees. This is great knowledge for anyone that's out there listening. If you missed our show and you're just tuning in, well, you, you missed it. Tough. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. You can actually go to noblecapital.com and download this episode online. You can do it from your phone. You can do it on the website. A lot of ways you can find us. You can even find us at social media, and you can chat with Sean on Facebook. Right, Sean? That's right. I'm always watching. Just say hi. Just say hi. On any post. Any post. Live chat. All the time. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. I, like Saturday night at night, you can talk yeah. retirement talk. Which, yeah. Yeah, if it's during business hours, I'm always looking at it. There so you go. Come I, say hi, and I will respond. I think Sean just uses that as an excuse why he always has Facebook up on his computer when I walk by, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And his headphones on. It's true. <laughs> right. It's that's true. great. Okay. No. Hey, what I, what I do want to hear about from you two guys, just give me an example of something crazy that you've seen happen to a client or maybe even yourself that had some type of a tax consequence that maybe someone wasn't prepared for. I had, not even six months ago, something that I've never in a million years dreamed would actually occur. You hear people talk about it all the time. But I had a client come in that had just retired, fairly big 401k, about a million two, and his CPA told him to convert all of it to Roth as soon as he walked out the door, all at one time. So instead of breaking it up, instead of trying to keep it under the tax brackets, a million two got converted at Roth with a $200,000 income that year as well. So a million four got reduced by 30, 35% overnight, instantly just for the privilege of having the rest of it be tax-free. Did I can't even not, imagine how long at, it took him to make that up. Did even understand what was happening when he did this? No, the CPA told him just bite the bullet. It's, you know, it's no big deal. It'll all be tax-free. It'll grow tax-free going forward, and you'll be fine. What, did this guy retire at like 30? No, he was 60-something <laughs> years old. Was he a real CPA? <laughs> I don't think he was a CPA. I think he was uh, one of those tax preparers at a CPA's office, um, but just horrible, horrible advice. I That's never, crazy. So never you saw the, the, big, the big 401k Biting the ball, million dollar four hundred one k, and he converted the entire Scalped thing. Scalped at the top tax rate. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah we call that uh, he he committed tax aside. Yeah. That is tax the single aside. worst tax mistake I've ever seen in my career. That's that like taking the cash option on the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just got a huge huge haircut. Yeah. That that one's extreme. My, mine's similar. Uh, a client brought his mother in, and uh, bless her heart, she was eighty four years old at the time, sharp as a tack. Uh, really big on individual uh, stocks, had, had had them her whole lives. 
and uh, had accumulated uh, up, up, upwards of six and a half, seven million dollars. And long, fast forward a year later, uh, the client comes back in, and I, I had no idea till we're sit, sitting back across the table from him. Uh, but he lets me, me mo- know that his mother, who I had just met at the, the previous year, had passed away and uh, left him that almost seven million dollars. And um, this uh, immediately the conversation came up, and, and he, he admitted it. He was kind of kind of had his head down, a little ashamed about it. But because they were over the estate, uh, the death tax, um, yeah, the exemption, five million back then, exempt yeah. amount, uh, the, the IRS came in and took almost half of that that extra two million dollars. Uh, long story short, just under a million dollar check had to be written. And, this, and keep in mind, this is after-tax dollars that, that have already been taxed mm-hmm. and had hard-earned money that had already been taxed for in, income tax or capital gains tax and uh, ha- had to write another check for a million dollars simply because of failing to, to plan. And I remember him talking about how, how smart his mom was, and she was very smart. She she was very diligent. But this, this area of tax um, is one of those things that, she just kind of uh, always ignored a little bit and thought, you know, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I, I know I need to do something, but it snuck up on them, and that's that's unfortunate. We don't see that very often, but that that death tax, it's like the death angel, uh, right there, came and just grabbed a million dollars of of the family's, uh, you know, uh, estate. And at the end of the day, I mean, he he just had to blow it off and accept it and move on. Boy, that's tough. So you're saying that with proper planning, some of that can be mitigated. Maybe not entirely avoided, but some of that can be mitigated, right? It can be entirely avoided. Entirely. Easily. And yeah. then some. Whatever's, whatever that amount is that you're going to pay in tax, roughly for a rule of thumb, you could take half of that, put it into a life insurance policy, and not only cover the tax, but make that much more back. Yeah. Man. Right and off the top. You're saying straight up, straight up, there's solutions to avoid Easily. those yep. types of problems. Absolutely, it's going to be estate and, and, and legacy planning with a, you know, with with a qualified estate planning attorney. And we have people like this that we work with. Absolutely, that we have them on the team, and that the, you have access to these people when you work with us. But that that could have entirely been avoided with we we could sit here and and, and come up with two or three different strategies, um, right now to to help avoid paying estate tax. You got to remember, folks. Your 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 congressmen, your your lawmakers, um, put all these laws in place. They've got a back door for it because they need something to do with their money to avoid this. So it's it's time to get on board and start to understand um, how tax strategy and tax planning works. If that's something you're concerned about, reach out to us and let's. Let's Look, have a conversation about it. And you can do it by checking us out at noblecapital.com. Click on retirement and you can find out more information right there. I tell you what, though, it's time to play. Put your money where your mouth is. Where We have to essentially come up with a phrase to summarize this week's episode. We used to let Romney hold the envelope and he was a total cheater. We let me do it. I was a cheater. Well, we finally gave Sean a microphone and we just let Sean read it on the air. So, Sean? I never got a chance. Let him, let's see, Sean. Wait, wait, sorry, Jess. You just, uh, you know. Well, since we're talking about taxes, I thought I would tax your brains with this one. Well done. That was good. Oh, thanks. You, you like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so in 50,000 words or less, <laughs> sum up today's episode, but you must include the words Uncle Sam. Oh, all right.
While the guys are racking their brains trying to put this one together, I just want to remind you that you can learn more about us at noblecapital.com. Check us out on Facebook at Noble Capital, on Instagram at Noble Capital Radio, and you can download every episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts. back all right guys so had a couple of seconds there to come up with an answer and um i'll be honest i don't have mine yet so that means i'm not going first so uh this is kind of easy i wanted to come up with something really clever but you know you gave me way too much leeway to run here i started trying to rhyme words. yeah i started trying to rhyme things <laughs> yeah, before i, like I knew i had a, words, I had a shakespearean right. sonnet over yeah, here you shot yourself up. in the foot by all trying right. to be too clever i know that's that's always the <laughs> i'll issue. kick it off straight up all right ready uncle sam's a bit challenging so make a plan. <laughs> Uncle Sam is a bit challenging. I like it. <laughs> so make a plan. I that's pretty good. I'm that's not quite as good. catchy as that. I yeah, think that passes. I like it. Cross the line and say something we're not supposed to say. Um, but when it comes to taxes, Uncle Sam has no sympathy or emotions. Uncle Sam, oh, that's a good little wordy, but I like it. All right, here's I mine. Thousand words. True words were never said. Here's mine. I'm going to end up on this one. Always remember, Uncle Sam isn't fam. <laughs> oh, <dang>. <laughs> with the rhyme wow. uh, yeah that was pretty good oh it. man that's chris the rapper did you like chris the rapper i don't know something like that well this has been a fun episode i appreciate that that was good we all had something a little bit alliterative there to say we'll let our uh, listeners put the words together on social media and see what Jaden had to offer but hey listen i hope today's topic was valuable to you if it wasn't well hey we brought it to you anyway and you wasted a whole hour so that's got to be worth something this is the noble capital radio hour i'm chris I'm Jaden. I'm Jess. And we'll see you next week. All opinions expressed by the speakers on this radio program are solely the opinions of those speakers and do not reflect the opinions of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, or their respective affiliates. Each speaker's opinions are based upon information the speakers believe to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Each speaker's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. The information discussed on this radio program is provided for general informational purposes only, does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you, and should not be construed as investment, legal, tax, or other advice on any subject matter. The information discussed in this radio program is not intended and should not be viewed or construed as a recommendation, advice, offer, or inducement to buy, sell, or hold securities, insurance products, or any other financial products. Before acting on any information discussed in this radio program, you should seek appropriate financial, investment, and other professional advice based on your particular facts and circumstances. Current or past performance is not indicative of future results. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed in this radio program. No outcome or profit is guaranteed. Any transmission of information through this program is provided on a non-confidential basis and does not create an advisor-client relationship between you or anyone of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, or Streamline Funding. Some information provided in this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. Such information is included solely as a convenience to you, and the provision of such information does not imply a responsibility for such third-party information or an endorsement of the linked site, its operator, or its contents. Acute Financial and Streamline Funding are both wholly-owned subsidiaries of Noble Capital. Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, and or their respective affiliates and principals, which may include the speakers and guests featured on this radio program, may receive compensation from the sale of financial products featured in this program. Reproduction, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is strictly prohibited without the prior written permission of Acute Financial, Noble Capital, and Streamline Funding.